news and views on the low country real estate scene. The Brian Beatty Real Estate Show on 1250 WTMA. Welcome back, folks, as the Brian Beatty Real Estate Show continues here on The Big Talker, 1250 WTMA and WTMA.com. Uh, I always like to take a moment and just say how much I appreciate those of you that that tune into the show regularly. I know that I've had the pleasure of doing business with a lot of you, and uh, I certainly appreciate that. But I also appreciate those that just you know reach out and they have general knowledge questions, uh, something that I can help them with. Maybe they need a good contractor. Maybe they just want to run something by me. Of course, maybe they they need and and have a real estate uh, need. You know, they need to buy and they need to sell. They want to invest. Maybe they want to get into the industry. Maybe they've got a property they want to manage. Maybe they need access to short-term capital for uh, a renovation project or a flip or something along those lines. But uh, either way, we can help you with all of those things. So if you'd like to reach out to me and have a conversation off air, my personal number is 843-800-0065. That's 843-800-0065. Or go online at listingsincharleston.com, listingsincharleston.com. And I'll tell you this, we've got like 800-something videos on YouTube where if you want to if you want to put a face to the name uh, for those of you that have listened to this program if you just go to YouTube and search the Brian Beatty team uh you'll see my beautiful face <laughs> and you can uh and you can watch the videos uh and and there's a whole variety of topics on there so um and then of course we've got podcasts and stuff like that on on iTunes and Spotify and Google Google Play uh so Anyways, we're, we're in a bunch of different locations, but we just appreciate the opportunity to share this information with you. So I want to go through the process of selling a home in this market right now, because there are some challenges. You know, we're still at the, uh, we're, we're, we're dealing with the afterburn of a very, very hot real estate market where people had basically an insatiable appetite for real estate here locally. It's starting to wane a little bit. But it also depends on the area, the price range, and the property. So uh, I want to talk about a few different things. I want to talk about the importance of home preparation because we've, you know, agents and I think sellers to an extent got a little lazy. They got a little spoiled. They didn't have to do as much to prepare their home for sale because there were so few homes for sale, kind of like there are now that, you know, they were going to get swarmed with activity anyways. So why go through the extra work? Well, I can understand the, the the mentality behind that, but the reality is the more you invest into preparing your home to be sold for top dollar, the more likely it will be that you'll get top dollar. There are some things though that, uh, gosh, they just kind of make me cringe a little bit because most sellers, and this, this, this I have found to be true over the course of my 17-year career, most sellers want to invite a real estate agent over to talk about selling their house when they feel comfortable having an agent walk through their house, you know, as if we are extremely judgmental. And I'm sure that there are plenty of agents that are. But what will happen is they'll go and they'll do a bunch of work to the house and they'll get it ready before they even call us. And I want to encourage you to ask for help. There are a ton of contractors out there that... Uh, just like real estate agents, uh, don't do as good a job as you would like for them to do. Uh, their communication is a problem. Their quality of work is a problem. The cost of their work is a problem. Um, we've had the, the, the pleasure of working with various people over the years that have just done a fantastic job for our clients and they're very cost effective. So if you're thinking about getting some stuff done to your house, allow us to help you with that. Let us shop 
those uh, projects and come up with the best cost and the best company person to fulfill those projects. Uh, I just, I, I just, it just sucks when people invite you over to the house and you realize that they basically spent thousands of dollars more than had they gone through you, you, you could have helped them uh, save. So the other thing that I would mention is there's a big difference between repairs and renovations, right? I generally speaking, do not encourage people to renovate their property to sell unless the project makes sense. And and how do I word this? Uh, I guess I'll give you an example of what not to do. If your home was built in the 80s and there's been nothing done to kind of modernize the house, to, to upgrade the home, it just looks like it was built in the 80s and you want to go in and you want to totally renovate the master bathroom and have this amazing, beautiful master bathroom and it's going to cost you $40,000, but everything else in the house is still dated, you're not going to get as much money as if the rest of the home matched the quality of the bathroom. Or another example, don't spend $50,000 on a kitchen renovation on a property that's worth $200,000. I mean, I'll never forget this one story. I was, uh, this was early on in my career. And a guy called me and he said, hey, I've got a, a trailer out in Hollywood that I'd like to sell. And, and before you, you know, turn up your nose, uh, this is going to be the nicest trailer you've ever seen. And I was like, hey, I'll, I'll work with anybody so long as I can help them. I, I'm, not, I'm not picky. I'm, I'm here to work. I'm here to, uh, to make it happen. So I end up going out to this trailer and he was right. It was beautiful. Be- heart pine flooring. He had basically completely gutted this trailer on the inside of double wide. And in the bathroom, this guy owned a granite uh, and tile yard, a granite yard and, and just he, he did a bunch of tile work. So he had a bunch of leftover materials. So his master bathroom was covered floor to ceiling in tile and granite, the whole nine yards. There was so much weight from all of the material that the floor was starting to sag. It was like, you know, it was sagging in the middle of the floor. Uh, and so that would be an example of over-improving your property. We have to be really careful about what we choose to spend our money on. And in most instances, you can get away with saving money on certain things. Um, but there are some things that if, if you're going to do it, you got to do it right. Like, um, gosh, what's, what's an example? Um, something like the roof. Um, you know, if your roof is, is leaking, then we need to have someone come out and look at that and assess that roof and determine whether it can be patched or if it needs to be replaced. Now, maybe you're not in a position financially to replace a roof. Well, it needs to be incorporated into the sales price and, and, and the overall approach to selling the property. Um, and the other agents, the other buyers need to know that we took that into account when we were pricing the property. Because what they'll do and what you need to be careful of is if you incorporate that into your initial asking price for the house and then someone comes in and they say, well, it needs a new roof, so I'm going to knock ten, twelve, fifteen thousand dollars $15,000 off the cost of the house. Well, you can show them the quote, you can show them the comps and you can say, hey, I've already taken that into consideration. A lot of agents aren't taking these steps with folks. They're not gathering information. They're not gathering quotes to ultimately prepare for that conversation down the road. And what ends up happening is a buyer will 
You know, it's pretty easy still in this market to get something under contract. It's not quite as easy to get it closed because once that property goes under contract, you've got a second round of negotiations and that's based off the home inspection or the CL100, which is a termite and moisture report. And so what a lot of buyers will do is they'll initially kind of give you what you want on the asking price side and then they'll beat you up. They'll beat you up on that home inspection. They want everything fixed or they want a credit for repairs and the credit's based on a quote that was provided by their contractor. Now be very clear on this. That buyer's contractor, if they know that you, the seller, are the ones footing the bill, will not do you any favors, right? There's there's no uh, best friend discount. There's no repeat client discount. There's, there's nothing, right? You want to be the person that gathers the quotes on the things that will ultimately likely be requested to be repaired by that buyer so that you can confidently negotiate those terms and save money in the process. Because if you've got contractor number one that says, hey, I can do all this work for $5,000 and contractor number two that was done by the buyer saying, well, it's going to be $8,500. If you didn't have that conflicting information, you would probably go for that $8,500 number because that's all you know. Now, I've had the benefit of spending millions of dollars of my own money in in renovating property and in flipping real estate. I know how much things cost. I can't even tell you at this point the number of home inspection reports I've seen. Thousands. Um, I've seen tens of thousands of homes. I mean, I've got a good idea of what things cost, what they should cost. So rely on us to help you uh, with that part of the process, with preparing your home for sale. And then we can also look at what should be done versus what should not be done. What's, what's not worth the time or the investment. I also want to talk for just a second about marketing and advertising. And I'm not going to get into everything that we do from a marketing perspective, uh, because it's just, you know, we have a very specific and very unique way of marketing our properties for sale. And this is something we have done for years and years and years, even in a market like what we've experienced over the past few years where let's be honest, selling listings have been pretty easy because there's so much demand, but hitting the easy button is one thing. We still invested, you know, tens and tens and tens of thousands of dollars a month into our marketing budget to create so much traffic on our properties that we were selling them for more than what I think other agents would have been able to sell it for had they just stuck a sign in the ground, stuck it on the MLS and, uh, and, and prayed, right? Waited for the showings to come in. And I'll tell you this, AI is changing the game right now. And this works for you and your business too. A lot of folks that are listening right now can absolutely use this today for free. Chat GPT. Here's, here's how the game has changed. I'll just give you one example. We can now upload our photos online, give it a few you know, important pieces of information, and AI will scan all the photos and it will write the listing description for our properties. And it gets it about 90, 95% of the way there. Of course, we add in a few things that it misses and uh, double check everything. But I mean, talk about all these different ways of creating efficiencies in your business or creating content for your business. I mean, the world is your oyster and chat GPT uh, allows for so much more creativity and real life content that can be used in your business right now. Uh, anybody listening, I highly encourage you to just search for chat GPT and just start asking questions. Have it ask questions about your business, um, create content. I mean, there's 
it's so exciting. Uh, but a lot of people are becoming uh, a little obsessed. And let's be honest, a lot of agents are always looking for a solution to the hard parts of the business. And we had talked a little earlier in the program about the fact that, you know, there's about 8,000 agents in Charleston and over 7,000 of those 8,000 have sold less than a home a month in the past 12 months. A lot of starving agents out there. Um, and you've got basically a, a three different types of agents, from my perspective at least. You've got people that run, people that chase, and then people that stay. The people that run are always looking for something to something that's just a little bit better. So these are the types of agents that always switch brokerages, right? Oh, they're going to pay me a few percentage points more on my deals or um, you know, whatever the case might be. But they're always moving. They're never planting their feet on solid ground. They're always just, they're nomadic. The other folks are the people that chase the shiny objects in this business. You know, there's been so much disruption over the past several years as, um, you know, real estate leads have been harder to get. Systems have become way more advanced. Um, and you've got companies now that are trying to solve issues for real estate agents and, and, and many other industries as well. Um, to where people are just writing checks and they're, they're spending themselves out of business. They've got more expenses than income. It's a pretty basic thing that you need more income than expenses. But people are just willing to write checks to solve issues in their business rather than work hard. And then you've got the people that stay, that plant their feet on solid ground, that grow their roots deep, they grow relationships. Um, I mean, I'm not going anywhere. I've been doing this for 17 years and I'll be doing this for God knows how many more. But you know, I'm not the type of person to chase the shiny object. I know what works. I know how people think and how they respond. I know how to market properties and, and ultimately generate business for my clients. You know, if you think about it, really, I'm in two businesses. I'm in the business of helping people buy and sell real estate. And I'm in the business of finding people to help buy and sell real estate. That second part is what most people struggle with. And it doesn't have to be in the, you know, in the business of finding people to help buy and sell real estate. You could, you could replace that real estate portion with any other industry and look at any other company that does a really good job and they do a really good job of marketing. The same thing applies when you're selling real estate, when you're, when you're marketing properties for sale. You want to create so much urgency and so much potential fear of loss that people have to act. Like we have a listing that just went on the market two days ago for 1.75 million. Last time I checked this this morning, we have 18 showings in two days. It is getting swarmed, but we took our time. We did it the right way. We created a backlog of interest in the property. And now when we press the button to actually make it live, everybody swarms it at once. And so what happens? You see other people fighting over the same property they then think to themselves, hey, if I don't do something about this, someone else will. We need to act now. That's what you want when you're marketing properties for sale. How you do that, though, isn't as easy as it looks. So I tell you what, I'm going to take a break and we're going to come back. But I will say this, for this month, um, we're offering 25% off of our premier listing package. So we're going to save you some money by hiring us to help you sell your house. And we've got a variety of different commission plans and incentive-based plans. Uh, but if you'd like to learn more about that, feel free to give me a call, 843-800-0065. That's 843-800-0065. Or you can always check us out online at listingsincharleston.com. Stick around for the last few minutes of the Brian Beatty Real Estate Show 
right here on the Big Talker 1250 WTMA and WTMA.com. Visit Brian Beatty's website at listingsincharleston.com. The Brian Beatty Real Estate Show continues next on the Big Talker 1250 WTMA.